thank you all so much for tuning in to the first episode of M.T. Stevenson's Organic Honey. I am M.T. Stevenson. This first episode is called 40, Gifted, and Auntie Status. As you all have gathered from the title, I turned 40 this year. And so far, the transition has been just that, a transition. I'm not sure if I'm more than grateful, because I am, or if I'm kind of sad and scared, because I'm that too. So let's talk about it. Well, I believe that 40 has such bad connotations to it because of that number. The number 40, anytime you hear the number 40, is always something negative attached to it. Like, let's take the Bible, for example. The children of Israel wandered around the wilderness for 40 years. Doesn't sound good. Then later on in the Bible, Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and the devil tested him every which way would loose. That doesn't sound good either. So already it seemed a little rocky in my mind. Then I thought about when I was single digit age, eight or nine, my mom was about 40. And at that time she was getting circulars in the mail for a woman within clothing and Geritol and Metamucil and AARP circulars. Well, we, we're not looking too good with the 40. So I was automatically scared because I see the fear in her eyes about turning 40. And if my mom, who I thought was Wonder Woman then, is scared to turn 40 and all these biblical connotations of 40 in the Bible just seem so negative, then 40 just not must not be a good number. And I held on to that. And then society, um, entertainment field, they don't make it no better because there is nothing out there that caters to 40. Sure, Generation Z, they got music and fashion and Cardi's to be and stallions to make and it's a whole community just for generation z then you have your baby boomers who have worked real hard collecting their social securities they are just resting and living out the tenure of their lives but generation x that's why they call it generation x because they had extras right on out of society because there are no clothing lines that cater to us there are no music that's prevalent to today's time that's about 40 440 there is fubu fubu is gone now because there is nothing cool about 40 anymore i mean we don't have any skincare lines we don't have any makeup brands we don't have any hair products there is nothing that's out there that's catered to 40 or promoted by someone who is 40 then the people who are in the pocket of 40 or in their 40s they're looking 20 you know, you have your Gabrielle Unions out there and you have your Taraji Hensons, who I think believe is 50 now, whatever. But they all look 30 because we as a society are youth obsessed. You know, we all are trying to get the latest clothes. We all are trying to get weaves that's down to our behinds and beyond. We all are getting eyelashes that look like fans and all to appeal to a youthful market. And we're not that market anymore. And they have theirs. We don't need theirs. We've been there, done that. Let's take ours back. So when I woke up and realized I was 40, I did what I'm sure a lot of us do. I started playing a comparison game as if that's a good idea to do. And it isn't. But I did it because I needed some reassurance that 40 is not that bad. So I started celeb- uh, Googling, excuse me, Googling celebrities who are 40 like me. And I found some interesting people there. Yeah, I found Beyonce there, who is the queen, I guess. And I found Serena Williams there. 
Ann Kelly Rowland, and Alexis Bledel, Natalie Portman, Ray J, Macaulay Cogan, Lance Gross. These people are doing it. And I'm like, well, okay, 40 is not that bad. Except you don't hear about it. And you don't hear about it because there's no market for it. Because 40 is already considered a prerequisite to senior citizen status. The people that I just named and some of them who are all 40 or whatever, Christina Aguilera, Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears and such, they're already all but retired. You know, they're not on the top of the billboards. They're not coming out with the latest and fanciest movies. Some of them even canceled because of cancel culture. Oh, what have you. So 40 is already starting to become obsolete. This is why they call us Generation X, because they x us right on out of society. And I think it's a shame. It is a shame because 40 is something that you've earned and you work for. And they call it grown and sexy because you've worked so hard for it and it should be celebrated. And it isn't. Even the celebrities who are much older, they're looking younger because we're trying to keep up with the youth obsessed society. And we can't do it. We've been there. We've done that. And it's time to just embrace what you are. Love what you are, which is 40. Now, some of the cracks in 40 are starting to show within age rim. I mean, yeah, there's a few more wrinkles and some gray hairs and some cellulite and some stretch marks and such. And uh, some elasticity in the skin is starting to go. Yeah. But you know what? You've earned every bit of that. I mean, you've went to school. You've graduated. You've got the career. You've got the mortgage. You've had the kids. You have the spouse. You have done everything. You have set up your IRAs and your index funds. You are investing and saving. And the 401k is doing what it's supposed to do. And the equity in the house is, is judging the way it should be judged. And things are going great for you. You know, you don't have to worry about all of that stuff when you was 20 and spiraling out of control and crying and dating the wrong person and doing all of that. And you don't have to wait until the sand from the hourglass diminish when you're older because your life is coming to an end. 40 is a good thing to be and it ought to be celebrated. And I'm one of these people that's going to wave a flag to celebrate 40 because I think I'm doing pretty good over here. I mean, I think I'm looking pretty good and I'm my my energy is higher and everything. But there's some good stuff to uh, to be attached to 40 with. And we don't talk about it. So, all right, let's talk about it. What's good about being 40 so far? Now, I've only been 40 for some months now, almost a year. But the transition has been pretty good. Like I said before about energy. I have way more energy now at 40 than I ever did when I was 20. And you know why? Because when I was 20, I never slept. I was in school or working or partying or what have you, and I never slept, you know? So, of course, I was tired all the time, you know? But at 40, I got my feet planted on the ground, I think, and I'm getting a good eight hours of sleep every night. Not stressed out about anything because I already did it and it wasn't fun the first time. But now I get some good hours of sleep, you know? So I have a lot more energy. And I do still work a regular job, and it's a pretty physical one. And I work with a lot of younger people. And it kills me when they come in talking about they're tired. Oh, I'm so tired. Tired? Tired from what? Being 12? You're not tired. You can't be tired till at least 30. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm 40. And I have way more energy than you. Why? I don't know. Is it because they're going through their journey 
and growing up and partying and having a good time just like I did when I was 20 or or just the idea of being 40 you just automatically settled in your mind but either way it's a good thing I have way more energy I can do my work eight nine ten hours go home still be up or what have you and feel just fine and I like that about 40 the stuff do change at 40 yeah it does I mean, like I was mentioning before about the cellulite and the crow's feet and all of that stuff. But you know what? That stuff is good stuff because you've earned every bit of it. Smile lines. Why are we so afraid of smile lines at 40? Smile lines. Those come from smiling. That's because you lived a life of joy. So why is that such a bad thing? And you have a trophy on your face. The parentheses that's on your face is a trophy that proves that your life was joyous. Or the crow's feet. Okay, when you smile, your eyes squint and your eyes have done a lot of work in the last 40 years. They have been blinking and thinking and twitching and and what have you. So, yes, the lines form, but that's the story. That means that you have weathered the storms. That means that you have fought the battles and that means you have found some kind of peace or joy and your face is starting to reflect it. Okay, the cellulite or whatever, the stretch marks, that means... That your body has gone through an evolution of change. Either something got big and got small or something got small and got bigger. But either way, there's a whole lot of anniversaries, birthdays, celebrations, parties, hard work, enthusiasm, and praising God that went through your body for 40 years. And all of those are badges of honor. And why are we trying to change it? You know, why are we so obsessed of making ourselves do stuff that is not made to do anymore, you know? And metabolically, the body breaks down. It breaks down and it rebuilds. That's the part they don't tell you. Yeah, your body, the molecular structure of your body, it breaks down and cells are diminished and whatever the medical jargons are. But it's also rebuilding, you know? And things are heightened at 40. They really are. Like, sex Sex is so much better at 40 than it was at 20. When you were 20, it was jackhammer, pow, pow, pow kind of sex. That's not the ticket, people. It's just not. But at 40, yeah, stuff is a little harder. Stuff is a little last a little longer. Stuff is a whole lot wetter. And it's damn more fun. It really is. I mean, the juggling that you've been trying to fight, it actually works with sex when you're 40. And it's fun. It really is. And I, for one, love being 40 so far because there's no stress in my life anymore. I mean, none that I don't put on plan myself. There's no stress. There's no degradation. I'm not crying that somebody then broke my heart. I'm not trying to figure out where the next dollar is coming from or nothing like that. I'm not spiraling out of control because I'm trying to obtain something that my best friends get so I can be rolling with rolling with the homies and whatnot. I'm not doing none of that. I'm not comparing myself to other people anymore or whatever and making it a priority. I mean, yes, I did compare myself when I turned 40 because I need a reassurance, but as far as life goes, as the as the clock turns, you don't do that anymore and you don't have to because you're 40 and you've been there and you've done that. And now's the time to get comfortable. Now's the time to go sit down somewhere. That's what your parents told you when you was younger. Why is not good enough now? You know? Okay. So you got some gray hairs when you're 40. Gray hairs. There are young people who are dying their hair gray 
on purpose. They even got a name for it. I think it's bouillage or something to that effect. I don't know. But they're doing it on purpose. Yours is doing it naturally, which makes you unique. You know, when your hair goes gray, eventually it's going to go white. You can change the color if you want to or whatever. It's like it's a clean canvas. It's a clean canvas to the rest of your peaceful life. That's what gray hair is. So we should embrace it and we should be thankful that we get the chance to experience this. You know, life has not stopped at 40. It just started because now you're done with the drama. Now you've done with the mess. And now you can just live your life in peace. You can live your life in solitude. Yeah, there's still some things that you, I'm sure you want to work on and obtain or whatever so you can get comfortable at your later years. But this is the time, people. 40 is fabulous. It is about time that we say so. It would be nice if society acknowledged this, but we don't need that either. Because we're doing it for ourselves. So don't feel bad about being 40. Don't get mad about being 40. Be glad that you that you made it to 40. It's so many others who didn't. Especially in the midst of a pandemic. And you made it. Yay, you. Be proud to be 40. That's all I'm saying. Now, I do have another problem with being 40. Just one little problem. That they tag us with auntie status if you're a woman uncle status if you're a gentleman auntie status why does that sound so old a-w-n-t-e-e auntie status why does that sound so bad what's wrong with aunties remember your auntie from when you was young remember your aunt remember your uncle the one that lived out of town or out of state that come in and then you realize that your parents are nice and cool they're chill they're not parenting you like they should be they're not telling you to uh go to bed and you can't do this and you can't do that because your favorite aunt is in town hi aunt jane your favorite aunt is in town and she's going to take them on an adventure of fun where they're hitting bars and going gambling and doing concerts and wearing fabulous outfits and drinking martell and listening to Smokey robinson and having themselves a good time you know that's what your auntie did and then when she come in she sends you to the store she wants a bag of okie doke popcorn and in the 90s that was probably about a dollar she gives you a 20 dollar bill and tell you to keep the change yeah, because your aunt is cool that way. And you know she's going to take you to Magic Mountain. She's going to take you to Great America. She's going to take you on a shopping spree and buy all the stuff that your parents told you that you couldn't have. Because that's what aunties do. And when your favorite aunt come to town or uncle, nobody called them old. There wasn't nobody getting up there. They was just the cool aunt and the cool uncle. So when did we decide that that was bad? Was it because they obtained some wisdom that they had imparted on the rest of us? And it was good advice. I mean, well, it, it was a little sketchy advice. It was a little controversial, I should say. The advice that they gave you. I remember <laughs> my aunt, she came into town. I was probably a teenager. And she was about 40. And she like, oh, so you like this boy, huh? Go ahead. Have a good time. I tell you with your friends. Here's some condoms. Don't tell your mom. Now, I know that sounds horrible, but when you, but at 40, you embark on some wisdom uh, on the younger ones or whatever, and you want somebody that relates to you. And that one was still cool. That aunt and uncle was still cool because they still wore all the flashy stuff. They knew what was happening on the radio. They knew what was going on and they can relate to you. And that's a good thing. Auntie, 
uncle status, all good things. They do everything that your parents wouldn't do and make you see that life at that age is fabulous. Because it was. Because it was. And it still is. And I can testify to that today. 40 is still fabulous. And I, for one, would not mind being the one in my family where all the nieces and nephews run to for the advice, a couple of dollars or what have you in a good time. I don't mind that at all. Why? I mean, that's a good place to be. It's not bad. Doesn't sound bad to me. So let's change the narrative of 40. Let's celebrate it. Let's say yay 40. Let's give it a half five. Let's give it some praise because God gave it to you. And it's a beautiful thing. Now, there are a list of things that do happen when you are 40 or what have you. Some of them may happen when you're younger. They definitely have happened when you're older. But in the realm of 40, these are basically a guarantee. So I would like to share my little list with all of you and this fabulous tea party that we're having. So how do you know when you have reached auntie or uncle status for my gentleman? When your advice is biblically charged. That's my first point. When your advice is biblically charged, you know, you will say stuff to people like he that overcometh shall inherit all things. So just overcome your situation, you know, or forgive them, oh Lord, for they know not what they do. That's for the people who just sound stupid to you. You know, you would tell them stuff like that, you know. No weapons formed against you shall prosper, which is true or what have you. But you, that's the advice that you give them. You know, when it's biblically charged, that means you have learned these things for yourself and the wisdom has ensued. So that's why all the advice you give is biblically charged. You're no longer telling them, girl, just leave him. Da, 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 da. Nope, you're not doing none of that. You're giving them wisdom from the Bible. <laughs> Second point of when you know you have reached auntie and uncle status. And is when your fly is based on comfort. Excuse me. When your fly is based on comfort. When you're younger and you're going shopping, you just want the latest thing, the best finny, the Yeezy shoes. That's what you want. You know, it doesn't matter. It's what's happening. Everybody got it. That's what you want. When you're older, whatever's in your closet is going to do because everything in your closet was tailor-made for you. Because it's been there for all that time. And you know it fits, you know it's comfortable, it's pretty much a good brand, and it's going to stand the test of time. But when you're 40, and you're shopping, and you want to be fly, you're just happy it fits. Those skinny jeans that got a little tummy control and a little give to it, oh, you fly automatically. you like, woo, my butt look good in these jeans, and I can bend over to it, and the, and the, and the button won't pop off. Oh, yeah, we're going to be fly today. That's what I mean when your comfort and your fly is based on comfort. Absolutely. You don't shop for that kind of stuff. You don't care who's on the label anyway. If it's a if it fits, it's a go. <laughs> My next point is when you're starting to become frugal and cheap with yourself. Now, I know this sounds bad because this is what older people do. But when you're 40, you know that you are closer to retirement. Then you are a career building. So you're a little more cognizant of your money. So you want to make sure that it's still there and you making it grow and you making it happen. And you don't want to spend all your money on frivolous stuff. Not as much, you know. So you used to go get your hair for gentlemen. You used to go get your hair cut each and every week. Now you only go on payday because you know that money got to stretch until then. 
Or ladies, you get your hair done, your nails done every week or whatever. Get the mani panties and the, and the French tips and the this and the that or whatever. You know, you're getting a gel, you're getting acrylics, you're getting all that stuff, but you only get them on payday. You know, that kind of thing. Or you know you got to go shopping and you want the tag with Downey in it and the best places at Walmart, but then you don't want to drive all the way to Walmart because now you wasted car fare. And yeah, if you're 40, you still say stuff like car fare. You wasted car fare going all the way to Walmart to get it. So you go across the street to get the Purex and the Suavitel and it smell just the same and you've saved six bucks. So that's the kind of stuff you do when you're 40. At least I know I do. I'm putting my stuff out there like that. I do. Yeah. <laughs> and I make no bones about it either. Okay, my next point of when you've reached auntie and uncle status is when you put the in front of everything. When you put the word the in front of phrases. Now, I do this. <laughs> I do this and I have it bad too. And I'm like, oh, goodness. I hear it sometimes and I'm like, dang, I'm old. But I'm proud of it. You know, oh, you kids, you always post stuff on the Facebook or whatever it's always on the gram isn't it you know i don't know what the kids are doing you always say stuff like the you know oh hand me that thing over there the the, the so-and-so you always saying stuff with the word the in front of it you know and yeah you've reached auntie status and uncle status and there's nothing wrong with it nothing wrong with it be proud of that because you've earned it <laughs> my next point of how you know you have reached auntie and uncle status but being offended is a badge of honor. Now, when you are younger, everybody can offend you because they say something. They look at you funny. Oh, I know you're not looking at me. You got me all effed up. You are automatically offended. When you're older, baby boomers and beyond, it's all about respect. I know you weren't talking to me like you're crazy. Show some respect, you know, and that's where the offended come in. When you're 40... At least for me, when you're 40, you're not as offended as, as often. Nothing could really offend you too tough because you have heard it, already heard it. And because you are solid in who you are, it just doesn't bother you as much. You know, ooh, MT, you always talk too much. Well, maybe you just listen too hard. Okay, you know, ooh, MT, you really gonna wear that? I don't like that outfit. Okay, then don't wear it. Just that simple. You know, you being offended, you like, okay, you know. Well, I just don't like the way you look sometimes. Your face says stuff. Well, you're the one looking at it, so who's the one with the problem here? Me or you? See, you just can't be offended. You know, they can say the absolute worst. You, oh, okay then, because you don't care. You don't care if you already heard it. Some of it is true. And big deal. You know, you the one got to deal with it, not me. I'm 40. <laughs> the next phrase I have, or the next point I should make rather, about how you know when you are auntie or uncle status is when the songs and actors you thought were always going to be cool are now on the classic network. Yes. Turn of classic movies. I remember a couple of weeks ago, they had a Julia Roberts marathon on the Turner Classic Network. I'm thinking they would show stuff like R.G. Hepburn or Marilyn Monroe, but not Julia Roberts. When did she become on the Classic Network? Am I that old in which Julia Roberts is now a classic? Oh, man. And um, 
the other day. I was listening to old school hip hop. And I'm thinking, you know, Rock the Bells, Run DMC, LL Cool J, that kind of stuff. You know what they played? Kanye West's Gold Digger. Kanye West on the old school rap? Wow. I'm like, I thought he was still happening. I'm like, okay, you know, Lil Wayne and all of them. I thought they were still cool. But no, they not that cool anymore. You just think they're cool. You know? And you still listen to stuff back in the day as if it was cool today. You know, like Mary J. Blige. You know, because to you, at 40, you know, Anita Baker is a classic. Not Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige is just Mary J. But the kids are like, who? That red-headed chick from Power? Oh, yeah, she good on that show. I like that show. Yeah, it's, it's cool. You do know she sing, right? Who? No. Dang. You know, and older people. Mary J., Oh, I don't know nothing about that Mary J. So go ahead and put on the Dion Warwick. That's what we know. But dang, you know what I mean? I thought I was doing it. I thought I was keeping up, you know. Or your mind would trick you at 40. When you think that something is still cool and it no longer is, but you thought it was cool because you just heard it, you know. You even talking to him like, man, you heard that new Ed Sheeran? Dang, oh, he old. He old school. Is he? He just came out two years ago or whatever it was. I thought I was on it. It was new. It's popular. It's sharing. Ooh, that's old people stuff. What well, dang? You know, shoot a girl down. It's all about little Nas X now. Little who what now? Uh-uh. Okay. You see what I mean? It's all about the baby. What baby? Your baby? The baby? Whose baby? Not my baby. Oh, baby. I don't know nothing about all of that. <laughs> but you thinking you cool because you just heard something on the radio and it's like their version of a classic and you like what well, dang I guess I'm just not that cool but it's cool that I'm not that cool because music suck anyway so we gonna move along <laughs> the next point of knowing when you are auntie or uncle status is when you are thrilled your body didn't get stuck that way now I have been sitting lotus position for as long as i can remember from a kid up to to present day i've been sitting in lotus position and i can sit in that position for hours and i am always shocked and surprised when i could come out of it there was the one time where my knee was kind of acting up and i kind of got stuck that way but the fact that i was able to come out of it oh i'm still doing good and then it's young people who can't do it at all and older people aren't even trying to do it but i can still do it so I'm I'm doing good over here. You know what I mean? My body didn't get stuck that way. I mean, my neck doesn't hurt from sleeping too hard. My knee didn't act up. You know, there's no tension in the elbows or nothing that kind of that kind of thing. No tension at all in the shoulders. It's not happening right now. So I guess my body didn't get stuck that way. You know, okay. So maybe I wake up and my back cracks a little bit like Rice Krispies. But it doesn't do that all day. And I can still move my back. So there we go. <laughs> so we just happy that it didn't get stuck that way. Happy that I do not need any uh, medications or muscle relaxers to make it unstick. Okay. So we are doing good over here. So 40 is not that bad. It's still young. It's still viable. It's not quite old yet. It's, you know, it, it's just a readjustment period. <laughs> My next point of how you know when you have reached auntie or uncle status is when you live by numbers. Now, I have noticed this turning 40, actually before 40, that everything was according to the numbers. Because at 40, 
you know, you really care about your body at that point because you don't want it to go kaput and you know you're not as young as you used to. So you are going to the doctor and you're checking your EKGs and you're checking your blood pressure and you're checking that diabetic number and making sure all those numbers are, you know, what's up. Like my last uh, doctor's appointment, they it was a general checkup, you know, annual physical. And they said, oh, okay, your heart is good. Your kidneys are great. Your lungs are healthy or what have you. Of course, you can lose a few pounds. I'm working on that. And but other than that, everything's going great. I'm like, uh-huh. Now the numbers. Okay, well, your blood pressure, <laughs> 120 over 70. Oh, okay, we're doing pretty good. All right, you know. Your diabetic number, well, you're not diabetic yet. It's still under four. Oh, okay. Well, all right, numbers. That's what we need. We need numbers. And then now they email you these days or whatever of your test results, and you're looking for all the numbers that's in red. And if they're not in red, then you're doing good. <laughs> Even buying water is now a thing. Buying water is all by numbers now. I mean, older people, the tap water is just fine. For younger people, what's water? You know, vitamin water, dark kind of water? Mm, no, actual water. But when you're 40, you buy water. Mm-hmm. It's either spring water or, or, or filtered water. You know, purified filtered water or spring water. And you're going to the store and it's all about the numbers. Oh, no, I want the alkaline number that has a pH balance of 9.5. Or you got to be the distilled in which in which the 7.0 connotation to it. Like, when did we start buying water with numbers? Oh, that's just ridiculous. But we do. We even look at nutritional facts and stuff. It got 15% this, 25% that. Ooh, if it got something positive, then that's what you buy. Ooh, it got 85% vitamin. A in it? Okay, I'm gonna live forever because it's all according to numbers. The number 40 was so scary that made you look at all the other numbers or whatever, and that's what you go by now. You even looking in your bank accounts to make sure that those numbers are looking good. Okay, so I need to earn this much money and invest this much money so I have this much money later because it's all about the numbers. <laughs> Next point of when you know that you have reached auntie and uncle status is when you still watch the news. Now, yes. I still have cable. I mean, it's low-budget cable, but I still have cable, yes, and I watch the news. I do. Young people, they don't know what the news is. They don't know what cable is, TV, what? No, we stream everything. Older people still read newspapers. Newspapers? They still make newspapers? And they're not 35 cents anymore. Now they're like a dollar fifty. A dollar? Newspapers? Mm-mm. Okay. We... 40-year-olds, we watch the news. And we watch it for just regular stories, sports, weather, traffic. And once they're done with that, that's it. We don't care about what the president talking about. We don't care about who got murdered on on the Orient Express. We don't care about none of that. We want to know, is the traffic moving so I can get to work? Is the train running so I can get to work? Whatever the latest thing is, because they're going to be talking about it at the water cooler at work. Oh, what have you? And who won the game last night? That's all we care about. And then we turn it off. <laughs> but all of that you can find on the news. You 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 can find it in social media and everything, but it's all jumbled and it's not accurate or whatever. And it folks more fear than anything else. But we 40-year-olds still watch the news and we turn it off after 10 minutes. Because that's all we need. The next point I know when you have reached 40-year-old auntie and or uncle status. Is where your discretion is a blessing. Now, we are in a society in which we post every single thing we do. So, discretion is, well, 
non-existent. But for me, it still is. I don't post anything because I'm not on social media. But that's another show for another time. I don't post anything. I'm not sliding into nobody's DMs. If you want to contact me, you're going to have to call me. And even then, that's going to be limited. Hey, girl, I was trying to get in touch with you yesterday. What was you doing? Stuff. That's all you need to know because my business is just that, my business. If I want to tell you, well, I invite you to the tea party. But other than that, you don't need to know every little thing. I'm in my house doing what I do. And that's all you need to know. You know, we, we don't, we not on the phone for hours on end because we got stuff to do. We don't have time for all of that because we too busy instilling our peace with the discretion. You know, and that's one good thing about being 40. You are unbothered. Yeah, that's, a, that's a caveat. You are unbothered. Nothing bothers you. Mm-mm. Nobody could bother you. Nothing could bother you because you've been there, you've done that, and you're tired, and all you want to do is go to bed. That's all you want to do. You air fry your chicken wings and you go on about your business. (laughs) Okay, the next point of when you know you have reached 40-year-old auntie and uncle status is when self-improvements are a surprise. When you know you haven't tried and you lost them three pounds this week, ooh, I lost three pounds. Ooh, I think I'm going to do that every week. Hot girl summer, here I come. Now you're trying to sound young. But self-improvements, you know, or... You didn't get into it with the chick at that grocery store and you did not cuss her out. Hmm. Guess she wasn't as important as I thought she would have been. Oh, well, moving on with life. You see what I mean? That's what I mean when self-improvement. So that means when you're not cussing people out, you have lost that weight or whatever. That means you are living right. You are eating healthy and you are gaining wisdom and understanding within yourself in which you don't have no reason to pop off. Self-improvement. And that is a gradual thing. As you become 40, it really is. And the stuff that does change, it changes for the better. It really do. Uh, my next point, or how you know when you've reached auntie or uncle status, is when your childhood punishments are now your luxuries. Mm-hmm. When you were punished as a child, get upstairs and go to bed. Ooh, bed? Eight hours? Sleep? Okay, let's see what's on the DVR that I can go to sleep to. Oh, yeah, you can got to tell me twice to go to bed. You know what? Clean all the vegetables off your plate. Vegetables? When you're younger, you're not eating vegetables. When you're older, you're too old to eat vegetables. But 40, you eat your vegetables and you clean your plate because green is going to keep you lean. Oh, yeah, we're going to do that. You know? Or you go in your room, you think about what you've done. Oh, meditation? Oh, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's our conversation with God, shall we? Mm, That's what you do. You know what I mean? Those are now luxuries that younger people, and like yourself when you were younger, take for granted. But don't do that because it's fabulous. Um, Yeah, but our next point on how you know when you have reached auntie or uncle status and when your social activities involve more sitting. When you're young and you're going out, you're going out to the bars, you're going out to the clubs, you're going to concerts, carnivals, paintballing, all of these things are active where you sweating, running around, trying to look good for everybody else. When you're older, you go into the boat, going to the casino, might play some bingo or something. You know what I mean? If you go out at all. But when you're 40 and you're going out, you're going out to lunch. You're going out to dinner because you got to sit. And then, of course, there's food involved, so that's a bonus. Painting seas, sipping paints, whatever. Sipping paints. That's what the 40-year-olds are doing these days, sipping paint. And it's basically nothing but a high school reunion or whatever with, with Rosé. That's all it is. And gentlemen, 
you all going to the sports bar. You're not involved in and one. You're just going to see and one basketball because it's involved sitting or what have you. And you don't have to get dressed for it because we don't do that. <laughs> My next point of when you have reached auntie and uncle status is for my men particularly this could go for women too but for my men particularly when your work uniform is more crispy than your casual wear now men at 40 they don't get dressed no more Mm -mm. they don't get dressed no more they take them dreams they flip and go they put on that crew sweater and we good to go they might line the hair up a little bit or whatever and take a good shave and they ready to rock that's about the extent of it but that work uniform that cop uniform that ups uniform that mail carry uniform is all crispy it's ironed it smells linen fresh or what have you and that's because they know that women are attracted to money they know especially 40 year old women they're single attracted to money Hey, how you doing? Oh, okay. You working today? That look, you looking real good in that uniform. That 401k looking better, girl. How you doing? That's the kind of stuff that you're thinking about. And that's why men know specifically that they keep their uniforms, you know, crispier than their casual wear, especially if they wear a uniform for work. Now, I personally think a uniform on a man is sexy. Firemen, police, got officers, whatever, you know, mail carriers. That's all sexy to me because that is a 401k and a pension that you can benefit from later. Okay. And my last point is the fine effect. When you're younger, you want your, your mate to be fine. Women got to be thick and fine. Men got to have a six pack and be fine. When you're older, what you got is already fine. Because it's, it's about to be obsolete anyway. You've been married to it for 40 years and it's been just fine all this time. So why? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But when you're 40, whatever you attract is just fine. Long as it's employed, it's just fine. You ain't worried about no six pack. You're not worried about all that stuff because you know that you don't want to have to do that work either. If this 40 year old something got a six pack and he hitting the gym, that means that you're going to have to hit the gym and you're not trying to do all of that because you have worked so hard to establish what you get. So now all you want to do is sit down and enjoy it with somebody. So whatever you get will be just fine. <laughs> so that is the topic for today of being 40 gifted and auntie status. Thank you all so much for listening. Embrace being 40. 40 is fabulous. It's not old. It's not young. It's in the middle. And it is all good. So join me next time on the next Organic Honey Tea Party. I'll talk to you all later. Bye.